0: Hey, photographer welcome to the Bookmore clients photography podcast do you want to learn how to market your business and have consistent bookings do you search for how to get your name out there and attract quality clients do you feel lonely and frustrated when you scroll through social media and comparison takes over again hey i'm brooke jefferson i too was trying to build my photography business while working a full-time job and trying to be an intentional wife and mama of two I wanted to feel confident in my work, have a fully booked calendar, and grow my photography business from part-time to full-time so I could leave my teaching job and have more freedom with my family. But I believed that I wasn't good enough and couldn't do it in the mama cracks of my day, which kept me stuck for far too long. I finally decided to take matters into my own hands by getting out of my own way, investing in mentors, and not being afraid to fail forward. You don't have to stay stuck trying to figure it all out. I teach you how to build a profitable photography business through business tips, marketing strategies, and mindset tools. Charge your camera batteries and grab your coffee. It's time to ditch the excuses and book more clients. Today, I have another Blueprint student that I get to talk to, and you guys, I'm loving these stories. I hope that you guys are loving these stories as well. I always find it fascinating to hear, like, how did someone get started, and, and what kind of happened, and how did they get to where they are, and I'm hoping that this has been helpful and encouraging and inspiring to you guys, so let's welcome Cameron to the show. Hi, Cameron. All right, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? Where do you
1: live? And then we'll get rolling on your photography story. Okay, sure. I'm Cameron. I run my own photography studio, Foxy Photography, with a C at the end. (laughs) I live in Joshua, Texas, which is about 20 miles south of Fort Worth. So, I'm um, kind of out in the country. It used to be a small like agricultural town. They had like the second largest FFA program in the state. Like we're real big on our cattle and stuff, but it's not so much that way anymore. We're kind of a booming town because we're in a suburb of Fort Worth. So it's grown a lot, which is kind of a downside, but it is what it is. I have three babies. Me and my husband, we've struggled with infertility for nearly seven years before we got pregnant with our first baby. And then it just kind of escalated from there. (laughs) So we have three babies. We have an angel baby as well. They are ages five, two and a half and 10 months. So I'm doing this full time and I have three very small kids at home. So I'm actually a registered nurse by trade. So I worked in women's services at the hospital, thought that was my dream job. Absolutely loved it. I really did love my job, but with our infertility battles, I ended up stepping away from the hospital, did school nursing for a while. And then I actually taught high school health science technology before I ended up deciding that I wanted to stay at home with my kids. And I'm very fortunate that my husband was very supportive of that because financially it made absolutely no sense. And that's kind of where all of this comes into play. (laughs) So yeah. (laughs) Okay, what I
0: love about your story is when you're talking about where you came from and because obviously I know you because you are in the Blueprint program, I literally can see like God's hand (laughs) weaving the story together. And I am so excited to kind of talk about where you were, your former profession, because same with me. I wasn't a nurse, but I was a teacher and I for the longest time could not understand Why did I go through all that? Like, why did Mm -hmm. I even do it all to get to where I am today? And in the moment, it didn't make sense. But when you start telling your story and you look back, you can see his hand and everything. So, I mean, from your infertility, which I know we're going to talk about some of this because it's a part of your photography business. Yeah. I love it. I love it. You remind me so much of my sister. She also has struggled with the infertility. You guys have been watching, you know, my nephew's NICU journey as well. They're finally yeah. home. Praise God Woo! for that. But she also worked, she was a labor and delivery nurse and even spent six months serving in the NICU before she had her own baby. So it's just like wild yes. hand and everything. So Okay. So take us back to the beginning. Let's talk about this photography. I mean, we've heard it all, right? You taught, you were a nurse, you're a mom, you're married. Where did photography really start for you?
1: So I basically, I was, a. will just say I've been a hobbyist photographer for probably 10 plus years. Like that's how long this has been going for me. I picked up a camera in the middle of nursing school, just totally on a whim. I don't even know why It's so long ago. I don't even remember why I picked up a camera. I've always been artistic. I've always done like crafts and sewing and all that kind of stuff. And so I don't know, I just picked up a camera. I was like, Hey, this, this sounds fun. And I had one class to fill in my curriculum for my nursing prerequisites. And it, you know, I was like, oh, there's a photography class. Like, okay, let's take it. So I took one semester. Literally, I already knew I was self-taught. I already knew everything that was in that class. It was useless to me, but I did it with my best friend. We just started taking pictures with each other. And that's kind of how it started. I never intended for it to be a business. I never intended to make money off of it. It was really just I'm just doing this because it's fun. And then when I would come home for the summers during school and stuff, people would be like, oh, well, come take pictures of me and my kids or come take pictures of my friend. I was like, okay, sure. Yeah. And I, you know, I was that photographer. I charged like $50 here and there, you know, that's just, that's how everybody starts. I feel like, so (laughs) I did that and I was just like, oh, well, that was kind of nice to just get that extra little $50 in my pocket. But I will tell you, I'm so passionate about this, that it's never been about money. It never will be about money. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm like all about saving money. I'm, but I'm terrible with money. I really am. So it's just not where my passion lies. And honestly, my whole story, my whole business now revolves around my nursing career and my mom, mom experience, like all of it. And how, like you said, how it just contributes to where I am now. So, yeah, I was a hobbyist for 10 10 plus years. It wasn't until probably COVID, actually, I think is when I started talking to you. I don't even know how I found you. I think you popped up on something. I don't know because I don't listen to podcasts. I'd never heard your podcast before. I have no idea how I found you. (laughs) (laughs) I really don't. But I started watching your stuff. And one of the things that I really loved about you, because I'd taken several other photo courses or like marketing courses and stuff, but nobody... Put it all into the basic. This is what you need to be successful, and this is what you need to just do the thing, you know? And so I started talking to you, and it took me a while. Like, I remember having conversations with you multiple times throughout probably a year. And what I really love about you is that not once were you salesy, not once did you push me to buy the program, you were always like, pray about it. I was always like, financially, this makes no sense. I can't do this. I just walked away from my career. I don't have the money for this. And you were always like, don't do it. Don't do it. If you're not ready, like pray about it, like make sure this is where you're supposed to be. Make sure God wants you to do this before you do it. And then I finally just did it. So, you know, I thank you for that because there are other programs that I've done. They really pushed me to spend money where it wasn't needed or for the wrong reasons. And I think with this industry, it's so hard to not feel guilty about making money while you're doing something that you love. I'd like that your program doesn't focus on the money necessarily. It helps you to get the money, but it's so much more than that. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So I love all of this. And not alone. (laughs) There are a lot of people that sit on the sidelines and they question like, man, do I want to join that is that for me like I get it I mean mm-hmm. I I'm a pro investor now so like I uh, I I have invested in so many things and I've invested in things that did not help me at all and I've invested right. in things that you know absolutely helped me get to the next level or learn a skill set that I really needed and I get it trust me and so I'm I hope that I never come off as salesy. In fact, I yeah, feel like don't. <laughs> I feel like in this moment in real time when your episode's actually going to air, this has been the most salesy I've ever been as far as like here is this opportunity take advantage of it because the opportunity is like going away. Right. Like as far as our Black Friday sale, things like that. So all that to say, yeah. (laughs) yeah, I know all that to say, that's probably about the most salesy this girl's ever going to get just because I don't want people to come into the program that don't need to be there. Or I don't want you to go broke coming into the program. But I also know the value of this program
1: and this community. And I am one that will speak highly of that to no end because I have nearly tripled my income in the year that I've been in the program. So I love it.
0: I love it. And I'm so proud of you guys. You guys are always sharing wins. And Mm -hmm. I doubled and tripled and blah, blah, blah that. And I'm like, yes, y'all like y'all are doing it. Okay, so real quick, though, I want to turn it. I want to turn it back to your story for just a second, because I imagine that what you're doing now, which we're going to bring everyone up to speed as far as like, what does your photography business look like right now? I imagine it didn't start that way. So would you say you were shooting a little bit of everything? And then at what point (laughs) did you identify, okay, this is actually like what I want to photograph? Tell us a little bit about that.
1: So with me being a high school teacher for a little while, too, I actually looked into senior photography because that was kind of where I was getting a lot of my students. And then my husband's a high school band director. So I was getting a lot of his students that were like, hey, will you take our senior photos? Sure. Yeah. But I was also getting a lot of families. So I really started out doing more families and seniors than anything. I love kids. I do. I love my kids. (laughs) I don't love other people's kids as much. I'm just not a kid person. I'm not. I love babies, though. Absolutely love babies. That's why I went into nursing. I got to see the birth of my niece when I was like, I think, a sophomore in college. And I just fell in love with it. And so I was like, I want to be a nurse. I want to be an OB nurse. This is what I want to do. I ended up doing, I was a postpartum nurse for a couple of years before I stepped away because of our infertility. And I just loved they had offered me to switch over to labor and delivery several times. And I was like, you know, I'm actually really happy here. I love doing the postpartum stuff because I can hold the babies. Most of the time it was happy and unicorns and rainbows. Sometimes it wasn't, but that's okay. And then just as I stepped away from nursing and I started having my own kids, my whole perspective of American healthcare system has completely changed especially when it comes to women's services. I feel like American healthcare is absolutely a disservice to women that are pregnant, birthing or postpartum. And so actually just a little, I've had two babies in the hospital, one with a epidural, one without. And then my last one, we did a home birth because I was like, I'm done with. So it tests my morals to go back to the hospital. Would completely test my morals, but I knew I was still very passionate about working with moms and babies. And so that's kind of where my photography business just kind of bloomed into being a motherhood photographer. And initially when I started the blueprint program and niched down, I, I targeted maternity. That's what I wanted to do more than anything. I wasn't, I'm very comfortable with newborns, but I wasn't comfortable photographing newborns yet. So I was like, I don't know if I want to do that. But naturally when you do maternity, those clients are like, Hey, will you shoot my newborn? And I'm like, Sure. Yeah. (laughs) And of course I started out just doing simple posing. I don't do anything complicated. I have a very simple workflow. I still stick with it. And guys, I'm still getting the bookings. This past year, I've probably done about 50% newborn sessions. And then the other portion is maternity and families. So I didn't even want to do newborns (laughs) to begin with. Like it was, I didn't want that to be my specialty, but that's kind of where it's gone. And I feel like I've gotten good at it. So I've just let it happen. And naturally, if you do newborn, you tend to bring in maternity. If you do maternity, you tend to bring in newborn. And then as their kids grow, they tend to want to do family photos. So a lot of my clients are definitely repeat clients. And so I just, I love what I do. I'm so passionate about moms and babies. And this is such a good way for me to take my nursing experience, my mom experience, and combine it into a non-invasive, because I don't want to be invasive anymore, a non-invasive way to still support, encourage, and educate new moms or even experienced moms and relate to them. And it goes into the whole client experience from the Blueprint program. And this is my client experience. Not only do I offer you know my personal experience, but I always tell my newborn clients, like if you need help breastfeeding after the session, call me. You can call me in the middle of the night. I am more than happy to help you because I do miss being a nurse. I was very passionate about that career. I will never regret doing that career because I learned so much with it. I wasn't a mom when I was a postpartum nurse, which that blows my mind now because I'm like, I would have been such a better nurse had I been a mom doing that job. But now I, I feel like I get to, but I get to do it in my own way with my hours. And I just I love it. Like, I love it.
0: I yeah. I love this for you, because you can really again, now people are like, Oh, okay, I see it. Like, I I can look back at what she said, and, and her experiences and her life perspectives and the value that she brings. And you really yeah. do brand yourself your values, your, you know, And I'm going to use the word convictions. But I don't mean that you guys have to be like, pushy to people like that's not what she's saying. It's just I can tell by just the way that you describe what you do, who your ideal clients, like who you're probably bringing to the table, which I love that for you. Like, I think that's the whole point is we have to sometimes go above and beyond. No, not sometimes, but I guess like serve with excellence. I'm in this whole season of really reteaching you guys how to like serve with excellence. Like we, we don't we are so much more than photographers. And if all we're ever talking about and showing is our editing style and look what I did and like, here's these sneak peeks. You know, people are missing out on such a unique component of yourself, which is why we spend so much time talking about branding and client experience and really making sure you're in the niche that you want to be in because specializing really is what is going to set the bar for you. And from there then you can create this amazing client experience. So I I love it. I love your story. I, I love where you've come. Okay, so bringing all of this in, let's talk just like a little bit about the blueprint. When you finally joined, what were some of the things that clicked for you that you were able to implement into your business? You don't have to be like super specific, but like what were some of your takeaways that really changed the game for you and, and your life and business? Because we know we do more than just
1: business. <laughs> right, yeah. Absolutely. Definitely niching down, like picking something specific because I was that photographer that was like, Oh, you want me to do senior? You want me to take pictures of your car? You want me to take pictures of your dog? Like I'll do it all. Like I just need the income at this point. And I think that was the bad point was that I was just in a rut and I was doing it the wrong way. You know, like not that there's a right way, but it wasn't working. What I was doing was not working. So when I niched down and really sat down and went through the blueprint and wrote out my ideal client and who I want to serve and how to talk to them in my social media posting. If you look at my social media, I only talk to moms. I don't talk to anyone else. If I post a senior, which is rare because I still do seniors because my husband's still a band director. (laughs) I get a lot of his students. I don't post, you know, when I market myself, I market myself for moms. But just because I do newborns doesn't mean that a a mom of a senior isn't out there too and doesn't qualify as motherhood photography. She can in some sense. So if I'm going to use that in my marketing for some reason, I'm going to make sure I'm still talking to the mom. You know what I mean? And so really learning to niche down and to talk to that ideal client taught me how to pull in the ideal client that I wanted to the point where I got to say, I don't want to shoot your dog. I don't want to shoot your car. I can shoot moms. I can shoot newborns. I can shoot families that have kids that are the same ages as mine that I can relate to. And I just really have learned to develop that connection with them through that process. That kind of formed into the whole client experience that you teach and how to create that connection without being salesy. Like you're not marketing you're connecting to people. If you're booking someone, it's because you connected to them in some way. It's not because you marketed the right way, you know? And so for me, it was, if I'm speaking to this mom, and a lot of times that's how I get my bookings is they're like, I read that post where you were like, don't miss out on this. You know, I want the freckles in detail. I want the curly hair and the holding hands that you talked about. Like I need to remember those things. And then I get a lot of clients that have lost babies or have lost children and it becomes that much more sacred to them to get those photos. And I'm the worst when it comes to photography and photographing my own family. I'm terrible at it, Thanks. but <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I rave about your, you know, these people's kids. Cause I'm like, they're doing so good. Like mine don't do this, you know, but it's also very hard to photograph your own family. So I have done better at eating my own words and taking pictures of my own family more often as well. But you know, it's just, It's really the niching down in the client experience that was that. And then also the fact that you really teach on our worth, like how we should value ourselves. We're not just a photographer. If you're putting in all this work and it's not easy, one in three, I think it was your post, one in three of us will quit. It's not easy. But if you're putting in the work, like charge for your worth you know, and I was that photographer that started out charging like $50. And I will tell you, I'm intimidated because I live in a suburb of Fort Worth. It's a very saturated market here. It really is. Joshua's a little bit more on the outskirts, so it's not as bad, but there's definitely some competition here. And it was really hard to just put my blinders on and say, I'm not that photographer. I am my own person. I offer my own experience. And I think with you pushing that, is kind of where I'm like, okay, I'm going to charge more. That's probably my biggest battle is, do I charge even more now? Because now that I really have niched down and developed this client experience, I feel like I am worth more, you know? And so I definitely sat down, did my cost of doing business and all that kind of stuff, my taxes. And I will tell you, Texas is not forgiving when it comes to taxes. It's awful. We have to pay sales tax on everything. So when you're cutting a check for eight percent of your monthly income. You know, it, it stinks. It really does. And I haven't even looked at my income tax. I don't even want to go there. But, you know, it's just charge your worth. Like if you're doing the work and you feel like you deserve a certain amount, then ask for that amount. And like I said, it's hard with this industry to not feel guilty about it. But At the same time, when I look at my journey and I look where I'm at and I see how fulfilled I am doing this job, I know that this is where God wanted me to be. And I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And they're not just paying me to take pictures. They're paying me for my experience that I share with them or my advice that I share with them while I'm photographing their family and capturing these memories.
0: Oh my goodness. So many things. So I want to comment on, I made two little notes here just because I wanted to touch on them. One of them is living in a saturated place. I am willing to bet 99% of everyone listening, me included, can agree we live in a saturated area. And yeah. I think it's everywhere. I think if you're lucky enough to live somewhere where you can name less than five photographers, amazing. But for 99% of us, guys, there's a photographer on every corner. The pandemic was the biggest catalyst for people picking up a camera and starting a business. Now, here's what you have to understand. And you brought this up earlier was, I did make a post, one in three of you will quit. Now, is that totally accurate? I don't know. But also it's, I mean, honestly, it's true. In my personal opinion. I've watched people close their doors, give up, you know, etc. cetera. And, you know, when you're committed to a business or if you want your business to be profitable or successful, it requires a commitment. You've got yeah. to commit. It's just like committing to a marriage. You didn't commit just for the good days. You're also right. committed for the very hard days and the valleys. And so, you know, you need to decide, like, are you actually committed to your business? Because it is going to ebb and flow. You are going to have high moments and low moments. You're going to have months of really high income and you might have a month or two throughout the year where you're like, what happened? That's just entrepreneurship. That is, yeah. I was going to say the beauty, I guess, I guess the beauty and <laughs> the con for beauty <laughs> of running of running your own business, but it's so fulfilling When you can show up to it and you actually know where you're supposed to be focusing, you know Mm -hmm. how to serve with excellence. I'm just going to keep saying that. I'll probably do a whole podcast episode on that. That's the difference because when you're serving with excellence and you know who you are and you are confident in your brand and you're fulfilled like Cameron, then you don't need to worry about saturation because you will naturally attract clients to you and you will naturally repel clients that are not for you. So that was note number one. Note number two. Okay, so I have a love hate relationship with charge your worth. You already know this, and I hear what you're saying. Like, yes, I agree with the essence of what that means, but I yes. also will say I think the reason that you can say that, and, and I'm like, yeah, okay, I know, I know where she's getting with this, is because I really like take worth off the table. Yes, you guys are yes. worth something yeah. you're, that you can never put a price on your worth as an individual, as an artist. Okay, mom, any right. of that. Okay. But what I teach you is, yes, you need to be like making a profit. And so we look at it from like a logistic standpoint. But also what really counts too is your client experience. How long have you been in this business? What is your quality? Like there's just so many factors. So when you got, you know, it's not like I hand you a formula and I'm like, that's all there is to it. We actually talk about it. We give feedback inside of the community as well. And you're just not going to get that anywhere else. So, I mean, truly. And One of the things I'll bring up too is sometimes I hurt feelings, not in a rude way, but I'm like, listen, (laughs) no one else is going to tell you that this actually is not going to work, but I'm going to tell you. And I
1: love that about you though. Like (laughs) you're blunt, you're to the point, your whole program is to the point. That's what I want. That's why I bought into it. I'm so sick of all the fluff. And I think I told you this in a message that I sent a couple of weeks ago that I'm so glad your program is not fluff like it's what I need to know. And then when I do reach out to you, there are times I'm not gonna lie that I'm like, I can't believe she just, you know, squashed that and told me no, like that, you know, but at the same time, I'm like, I value your feedback, you're successful, you're doing this, obviously, I'm successful, because I'm doing it. So to me, and it goes with like Iris works too, like you walking me through some of that the other day, you know, I'm like, you are invaluable to me because you're helping me. And even though, yes, they don't have galleries, and I got to pay a little bit more, it's okay because you've been such a great resource with that too. So, I mean, I don't know where I was going with that, but
0: yeah, no, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. With with just like just like I'm just gonna tell you, I'm, I'm gonna tell it to you straight because yeah. because. Like it does matter to me. I'm not going Mm -hmm. to let you go put something out there or try something or try to walk out with prices. Sometimes I tell people they're too high for where they're at. It's important to hear that because then you're going to be so frustrated if I don't tell you that. And I'm like, high five you go girl, right? And then you come back eight weeks later and you're like,
1: I haven't got a single booking. You know what I'm saying? And so, well, I I gave so many excuses before I started the program and you would come back and be like, well, have you done this? Have you done this? And it was like, I might've done a few things, but I didn't do this. And it was like, okay, okay, Brooke, like I got you. I see. Okay. Let me go do this first. You know? So yeah, we need that feedback or we're not going to be successful. We're going to be that one in three. So I love your bluntness and just, just tell me how it is. Don't, don't fluff it for anything. Just let me know. (laughs) Yes. Okay. I love that. I love that. Okay.
0: So here's what I want to do. There is someone listening at this point point. Because by the time this episode is airing, we're getting very close to this Black Friday sale completely ending. And so what would you say to that photographer or really anyone that comes back and listens to this, even if Black Friday is over, it's still an incredible investment and one that will absolutely help someone make a return on their investment as well. So what would you say to the photographer that was like you questioning it, thinking about it, sitting on the fence? What would you say to him or her? (laughs)
1: I will just say, I mean, it it comes down to a lot of things, but like for me, you know, when I chose to walk away from my full-time job, it was a God thing. Like I just had to let it go. It made no sense financially for me to do it, but I just had to have faith and do it. And I don't mean to come off too Christian or anything like that, but it literally comes down. It literally comes down to how confident are you that you're going to put in the work and you're going to make it happen for yourself. Like that's what it comes down to. And when I decided to step down From my position, I wasn't confident. But when I enrolled into the program, it built that confidence to where I had no doubts anymore. And yes, we struggled financially for a couple of years. I'm not going to lie about that. But like I said, I've now nearly tripled my income this year. So It's definitely worth it. But like, if you're on the fence, even I have one friend that I've talked to that, you know, she's just like, I have a little baby at home right now. I can't, I don't have anybody to watch her to actually do sessions and stuff. I'm like, that's fine. Like you can still commit to this program and get yourself ready because she'll be ready in a couple of years that she can stay with a sitter or, you know, she'll be older and you can still get a lot more done. And I'm like, so, you know, you update your program all the time once you buy into it, you have access, it never goes away. So it's like, you're constantly getting new resources from Brooke. So there's no reason not to sign up. Like, what do you have to lose? You really don't. I mean, if you're not making the money, what do you have to lose? So, but for sure, like, as Brooke told me, pray about it, like start praying about it now. And if you're not ready by Black Friday, don't do it. Like, just wait. But Honestly, it's such a good deal. Like, (laughs) I I just know it's going to be good. I know it's going to be good. So I'm just saying, like, if I don't know, like, just, you know, commit to it, commit to yourself that you can do it. And, Like I said, I've taken a lot of programs and none of them have even compared. They didn't help my income. They didn't help my drive to want to do this. They didn't help me develop a client experience that I feel like represents me 100%. And it didn't help me not feel guilty about charging, you know, like this program's it. I really, I rave about it all the time. Brooke, I rave about you all the time. Like I just, I adore you. I think you're amazing. And I'm so thankful that God put you in my path. I really am.
0: Oh my goodness. I appreciate you so much. And I'm thankful for every single one of you in the program, especially you. I love that we have no idea how we found each other, but we did. <laughs> um, I do. I, I love that. I think my favorite thing, well, I, you said so many good things, but if I was going to like go back and highlight something. I think people always ask this question, but what they're really asking, you know, is, is it going to work for me? If you work this program, it will work for you that, I mean, 100% guarantee I'll stamp it. The 196 members in the Facebook group right now can yeah. stamp it. And we've had more members as well. It's just some people choose not to come into the community. I don't know why some people come
1: into the community. It's fine. Can I just speak on that? Sure. (laughs) I'm in a lot of Facebook photographer groups. I really am. And let me tell you, there's so much drama in all of them. Blueprint community is not like that at all. I feel like everybody in there legitimately is trying to help somebody else. Nobody's rude in there. It's not a super large group, which I think is a good thing as well. But and then like, if you're completely unsure, and somebody else is going through it, and they're unsure, we ask the question, and then look, Brooke pops in, and she answers it for everybody, you know, so it's like, I don't know, I really love your community that you've built, because to me, it's very supportive, like I never felt intimidated to post in there. I don't feel intimidated to post on someone else if I've learned something from you that would benefit them. There have been times where I've made a comment that you've said something totally different, but that's okay. They can get multiple viewpoints on how someone else is doing it because there are some things that I don't use that you have taught me, but there are a lot of things that I do, but it's, it comes back to you do what works for you, but clearly your program is effective and that's what the bottom line comes down to. So (laughs) I love that. I love it. I love
0: all your honesty. I mean, seriously, like this was so insightful for people to see like, okay, but you know, how did it work for Cameron? Like, what are her favorite parts? What did it do for her? I just I, I love it. Like you I love honest feedback. And it's so true. It's you come in, you take what you need, take what you want. You know, one thing I will say, too, is try something and then if it doesn't work for you, which you've done, you've done that successfully, you know, come in, try something. And also, you know, like there are you brought up Irisworks earlier and I know a lot of people are like, well, I don't use that. So I don't need to get in the program. Guys, the program is not about Irisworks. It's (laughs) It's just I'm sharing tools that I'm using and then I'm giving you additional resources that if you want to use it too, you, go implement it you want to use something else, guys, there's plenty of people I just pulled last night. Hey, guys, what gallery service are you using? Do you know like nobody is using the exact same thing? Like there's groups that are for all these different software companies, and we're all thriving. It's fine. So I just I want to give that preface too, because sometimes I do talk about Irisworks a lot because I use it every day. And for some people they go try something else, they eventually switch. Some people try IrisWorks, it's not for them. It's not for everybody. It's not. And like,
1: I didn't I well, didn't commit to a CRM for a while. But the problem is is I was using email here, galleries here, scheduling here, contracts here, questionnaires here on five different platforms, and it does get to be overwhelming. But when you get to the point where you're booking enough that paying that extra forty, fifty dollars a month is Saving you time so that you can turn around and do more sessions, to me, it's worth it. So, you you just, you know, if you are starting off, like, utilize the free stuff. But when you start making that bigger income and doing more bookings, like, you got to feed into your business, you know, you got to give a little to get a little. And so, you know, it all comes down to what works for you.
0: Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So much gold. Thank you so much for for sharing all of your insight, your personal story. I'm so excited to watch you continue to flourish and find that fulfillment in your photography business. Where can people come find you online and check you out or send you a message or ask you even a question? Hey, I'm thinking about the blueprint, you know, push me over the ledge. So where can where can they find you?
1: Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm an open book. I love to help other people, especially with an industry that's pretty difficult, I feel like to start in. So yeah, anytime. My website is www.foxyfoxc.photography. And then my social media handles are just Foxy Photography all run together. So, you know, for Instagram, Facebook, the whole bit. So yeah, I'd love for for you guys to check me out. And if you have any questions, just message me. I'm more than happy to reply and help in any way that I can
0: <laughs> thank you so so much this was awesome and we'll go ahead and we'll link all that in the show notes as well
1: awesome thank you Brooke
0: <laughs> thanks for tuning into another episode of the book more clients photography podcast if you're loving the content can you take just two minutes and do me the biggest favor share your love for the show by leaving a rating and review on apple podcast or take a screenshot and share the show to your social media. I'm on a mission to transform our photography industry, and the best way to reach others is to share the show. I'll catch you on the next episode.